morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. For some reason, my mic is acting crazy, so please have a little patience. I don't know what's on. Okay, we're not even. We're going to talk into this. My name is Latasha Martin. If this is your first time watching me on live stream, I come in the morning with a morning message that has a biblical foundation with practical application. Yeah, this is going to drive me crazy. Maybe, maybe not. So today's message is called hurting usually hurts. Hurting usually hurts. And we have a few texts that we're going to come from. And I want to go ahead and open up with... Um, a word of prayer. If you want to invite someone in, that would be great. The context of our message is using your gifts as if they have um, with generosity versus uh, being selfish with our stuff and being conditional and having provisional use of our talents and our gifts and abilities. So if you want to invite someone in, that would be great. Um, for our podcast listeners, thank you for continuing to listen. And then for our YouTube followers, thank you for subscribing and like. And everybody on Facebook, my collaborators, it's a special place. It's a special place over there. If you are in that group. And if you're somewhere else on Facebook, that is okay, because we are just going to enjoy ourselves today. So Lord, we thank you so much for giving us another opportunity to come before you in your presence to discuss and to share your word. And dear God, I thank you so much <clears throat> for giving me new revelation on a familiar passage. Dear God, I thank you so much for reminding me that all my gifts, all my talents, all my abilities are all to glorify you and to surrender them all to you. Dear God, we thank you for all all the miracles that you're going to perform today. Dear God, we thank you for all the transformation that you're going to provide today. Dear God, we're going to just give you, we're going to give you thanks for the confidence that you have instilled in us, not because of our own natural ability, but with the gift of the Holy Spirit and our obedience to what you're calling us to do. I know that we can do more things than we could ever imagine possible with our own strength. And so Lord God, we thank you for that. I thank you for everyone that's listening to this message today. Um, Dear God, I pray that I stay in your will and not go and get messed up by my own oh, ways and things. So I love you, God. I thank you, God. I surrender to you. I thank you for the Holy Spirit this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now listen, I'm going to start today's message with how God started me this morning. Now y'all hear my voice is worse than ever, but there is a song and I don't want you to find it because it's like when I remember growing up and I don't know if any of you guys had this experience, but on Saturdays, mornings. It was a day to like clean the house and the music was blaring. And then on Sundays, the music was blaring again. But on Sundays, it was something different because on Sunday mornings, when we were getting ready for church, there was a local radio station in Buffalo and they would play these songs and these songs that they would play on the radios, they would be like, I believe these artists were brilliant. They would tell a story and then they would intertwine a song and then they would continue to tell the story and then they'd intertwine any other parts of the song. And if you went back and listened to it today, you might be like, wow, like they talked for 15 minutes. Like that was like a 20 minute song, but it was almost like this amazing way that they would put scripture and song together. And this morning I was thinking of a song that I actually heard at Ephesus Ministries. I think it was, um, it was uh, L. Elder Map who was singing it, and it says, uh, 
Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And it's just, you say these little phrases, it says, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then it says, Jesus, 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 Jesus. But the part of that song that I woke up this morning with is, it began with that, but the piece that it was saying that was different for me was, instead of saying, God, thank you, thank you, thank you, I woke up and I continued my morning with, grateful, grateful, grateful. I know I can't sing, but grateful, grateful, grateful. Just stay with me. Grateful, 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 grateful. When I was hearing that song, I was thinking about how grateful I am when God reminds me of the importance to just trust him with my gifts, my talents, and my abilities. And the reason why I'm starting in this place and I'm trying to bring myself emotionally down is because what God is showing me today is the importance of us recognizing when we are obedient with what he gives us instead of hoarding, because hoarding, it usually hurts. Now, the scenario that God gave me, good morning, Adeline, that he gave me this morning, and you can chuckle with me as I'm trying to get my emotions back together because in this space, we're supposed to have practical application. He was reminding me of, and, and don't stretch this analogy, analogy any further than how the simple parable that God gave it to me. You know how at Christmas time you get gifts from people or for your birthday, you get gifts. And often these days, I, I, I try to be mindful on different things, but with gifts, you could get gift cards, you could get money, you could get coupons. And back in the day before gift cards went into these plastic versions where you could keep them forever, they used to be paper copies or they would be coupons with an expiration date. And what would happen is, is that on these holidays, I would get all of these gift cards. I would these things. I had this warped way of hoarding them. And then what would happen is they'd either expire or I would forget that I had them. And then it would be something that I needed. And I didn't use the gift that was given to me to get favor by a discount because I had hoarded and put them away. And so then there'll be times of the year that you get back and you're like, where, where, where's the, I know I had a gift card for that, or I know I have a gift card for this, and I still have a tendency to do that. And through this pandemic, some things like kicked in and, and knocked me upside the head, which was a parable for these, for these analogies. And specifically, I'm talking about when you earn reward points, or you have these gift cards, and you hoard them, what I was reminded of is this simple thing before we get into our actual key verse for today. And the simple thing that God was reminding me is the first scripture that comes out of Proverbs 27 and one. And Proverbs 27 and one says what? It says, do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what the day might bring forth. And when it says, do not boast about tomorrow, you might be like, okay, but how, how does that make sense? And then it took me into, I went into the book of James and we were in the book of James for a long time. I don't know if you remember it, but we were in James for a long time. And in the book of James teen, it says this, it's, listen, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city. We will spend a year on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow, but this pandemic made tomorrow's seem more like, yeah, you need to work on doing what you need to do to be sold out, spent out for the day. 
So I was laughing and mad and frustrated at the same time because as I was going and coming in my traveling, one of my favorite restaurants used to be, you hear me say the word, used to be Bonefish Grill. That's a place where my husband and I would do date night. I love Bonefish Grill. I had a coupon and a gift card, no, a gift card for Bonefish Grill. And because my husband and I, through this pandemic, he was working a lot. I was terrified, hadn't gone out to a restaurant, still have not eaten in a restaurant and had like a whole meal in a restaurant. And I was driving down Niagara Falls Boulevard in Buffalo, New York. Look to the left. And there was a, there was a wall. And I said, something is missing from that wall on Boulevard Mall. And I said, no, it did not. Bonefish Grill is gone, y'all. Bonefish Grill. Thank you, Janine. Bonefish Grill is gone. So here I am with this gift card. And now I got to go into investigation mode because I'm like, okay, I know that Bonefish Grill, I believe, was a chain. So what other restaurants can I use this gift card in? And so I was like, okay, this is what we do sometimes, y'all. We have these these things, these talents, these gifts, these abilities, and we almost like we hoard them as if we're waiting for a special occasion to like, but how do what we're going to do. And even when it comes to how we dress, any of y'all, if we were going to be honest, right? Anybody, give me a number one if it's you, ever say, I'm going to hold on to these clothes until this occasion. Like, I'm not going to wear that outfit until this occasion, or I'm not going to wear this cl- these shoes until this occasion. And I'm not talking seasonal. I'm saying that you hoard these outfits as if there's like this special moment when you're going to do that. And for some of y'all, if those special outfits were connected to going to church and your church was shut down, you might be in a situation where you're saying now, oh my gosh, can't even wear the outfit I hoarded because I have gained my pandemic pounds and now I can't even wear the outfit that I hoarded. And so we giggle and we chuckle and we laugh about these examples. At least I know that I do because I'm like, how foolish is that, right? How foolish is it to hoard things? But then we had, I I was, I was, God, as I was studying and I was thinking about this concept and I was thinking about how can I in one mouth in my mind say, Jesus, 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 thank you, thank you, thankful, grateful, 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 but I'm hoarding these talents. And as I was thinking, the scripture and the parable that God put in my mind was one that is very familiar to some. It could be new because maybe you haven't seen it in its full context, but it comes out of the parable of talents. And this is actually in Matthew 25, 14 through 30 in the NIV translation. And this is the part that I want to stick on. I'm not going to read the whole text, but basically if I had to summarize, there was a master who had some servants and he issued out talents. In some translations, you'll hear money. He gave one five talents. He gave one two talents. He gave one one talent. Then after a time being, the master came back. The person that had five talents, they they invested that five talents and they had a double portion. The, the master said, you did great job. I'm going to give you, you know, I'm, well, you did a great job with those five talents. I'm going to give you more. Then the person that had the two talents, they had invested those two talents or spent that money. Well done. I'm going to give you more. And then it goes into that piece of scripture that we're familiar with. Often it says to much that's given, much is required. No, I, if you are faithful over little, I will give you more. That's the correct uh, part of the scripture. If you are faithful over little, I'm going to give you more. But then it gets down to the one who had the one talent. Now, this is the thing I want y'all to hear, because I'm not mad at the one talent person. I'm not. 
Because whether I believe I have one talent, five talent, 20 talents, whatever talents, I know that when it talks about what we do with our talents, I have fallen into the area before where I've had the mindset of the one talent person. Hear that. Not that I believed I was a one talent person, but I had the mindset of a one talent person. You want to know the difference? So the mindset of the one talent person is you think you, ha- you, you know, you have these gifts, you know, you have these abilities. Thank you again, Janine. Look at you just knocking it out over there in the comments. Um, you know, you have these gifts and you have these abilities, but I want you to hear what happens because I feel like the person that wanted, had the one talent, he had a good plan in his mind. He thought he did the right thing. He said, I didn't want to waste it away. And so this is what he says. Okay, so he goes to the person with the one talent and he says, the one who had received the one talent said, master, he said, I know that you are a hired man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. Here is what belongs to you. And his master replies, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered. Well, then let me skip to the next page. You should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Take the talent. He takes the talent from him and gave it to the one who had 10 talents for everyone who has the who has will be given more and will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even him that has been taken from him and thrown that worthless servant outside into the darkness where then he will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, when I read this scripture, the reason why I had some empathy today on the one talent person is because this is what I'm realizing. Some of us are hoarding our gifts and we're waiting for a special day. You might be like, "Mm -mm. no, I don't. I don't hoard my gift. I don't hoard my gift. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for this? Yes, you are. You hoard your gift when you shrink in a place where you should stand. You're hoarding your gift when you shrink in times when you should stand. And the act of standing does not always mean that you need to stand out front. One of my favorite things to do with my gift, talents, and and abilities is to shine from behind. Behind means that I understand for the wisdom on how do I use them in each occasion. And when I look at how I can use them in each occasion, and I didn't realize why God was taking me from the talent parable to the next parable, which is the sheep and the goat, is because what I'm realizing and I'm recognizing is there are times when we will say to ourselves in certain situations, in certain scenarios, I cannot um, use my gift and talents and abilities because like, they're not worth it or it's not worth it, or it's too much work. And what God is showing me with these two parables on the talents is one, number one, 
Number one, let me break it down is when you have these gift, talents and abilities and God is saying that I can't trust you with more or I can't bless you with more until you use it up. What he's reminding me of is let's not be um, prejudiced, prejudiced with our gifting and talent and ability. Okay, Latasha, what do you mean by how am I prejudiced? Because I was I've been working on some different projects lately. And working on these different projects with my different clients, what I'm realizing and I'm thanking God for something that he has transformed in me is there used to be a time when I would get frustrated with people and I would do two things. One, I'll do it myself. Two, I ain't got time to waste on you. I ain't going back and forth with you. And what God is showing me is, is that that is hoarding your talent is being selfish and it is actually contradicting the word when you scroll a little further where God is talking about people who are believers and then the people who are are, are stingy with their gifts and talents and they think that they're stops because if somebody shows up like this, then I don't have time for them. And if somebody acts like that, I can't do nothing with them. But what God is showing me for the people who feel that who the people who feel like you're called into leadership today, that we are all made in the image of God. There is no hierarchy when it comes to God's children. And it's not our job to hoard our talents and say, she's not worth it. He's not worth it. She makes me mad. He makes me mad because what? God, he's shown me different leaders and how they all have these abilities with these different leaders to say, well, if we are all God's children in the body of Christ, then give me the wisdom as a leader to know how do I use my gifting and my talents as a leader to flex and to support and to do what I can to raise up my sisters and brothers so that they can shine. So what might that look like sometimes in practical application? What it might look like sometimes is when you train somebody on how to do something and then you have to let them do what they do and you have to shift from the teacher to the coach, to the supporter, to the bystander, to the observer and the cheerleader. That's what leaders know how to do. We don't hoard our talent and just, and, and actually, I will tell you, this week I had to repent. I was on a call with a group of people and I was frustrated with one particular person. And I probably, I think I was like, I said, I don't have confidence in this person. And at first I felt bad, but then I saw a shift in their behavior. And I was like, okay, sometimes as leaders, we need to have the confidence to call out what we need to develop, but we can't hoard our talents and say, you're not worth it, I ain't got you to do. This lady blessed me so much yesterday. She said to me, I believe that God puts you exactly where you're supposed to be to connect to people and stop questioning that, why did I wind up here? Or why is this person in my life? Recognize that I have a job to do in that particular interaction. I'm not gonna hoard my talents, I'm gonna use them. Because I recognize that God's word can't return void. And I recognize that if I use my talents, that he can multiply them. He can develop me. He can help me grow as I use my talents and I stop hoarding them. That I stop saying that I have this bias because of what things frustrate me. 
If you don't know what I do on my day job, what I do on my day job is to be very self-aware. And when I'm working with leaders, I have I feel like I have a responsibility to say, well, this is who you are. This is the, the people that God is giving you ability to be the leader in. And sometimes that leadership might be from an authoritative place, but sometimes the most effective leaders, they lead from the center. Meaning that they scan the crowd and God, through the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, lets you to see the good stuff in each person. And then you have to go through that process and say, how do I move the group? How do I lead the group? How are they transformed by my leadership with the wisdom of the Holy Spirit versus hoarding my talents? Now, it's quiet today because it's probably a lot of ouchy ouchy going on, meaning that you're thinking about people that are in your lives right now. And you've been asking the question until today, God, why won't this person leave? Or why won't these type of people leave? Why do they keep showing up in my life? And what I'm recognizing is the two scriptures. This is why we need to spend time. And I know I'm doing a shameless plug, getting naked with God. And we're going into this area next week. So if you haven't signed up yet and you're still wondering how, if you go to my Facebook page, Latasha115959, there's a button that says sign up. It will give you access to the book and it'll give you access to the soft copy of the book. And I encourage you to join the Facebook group because you're going to buckle up and we're going to go get naked with God to understand what are our talents and our abilities and then how do we use them for the glorification of God to be transformed and to go into the workmanship, be the workmanship that we talked about yesterday in practical application. And the work is not easy. Some of y'all going to hate me by the time we get through challenge number one because there are, let me look in the book real quick here. Because before you even get to day one, okay, are you re ready for this? Before you even get to day one in the challenge, there are like six chapters that you need to prepare yourself before you can dump, jump into day one of the challenge. And you might be saying, why did she give us so much pre-work? Because without a strong foundation, without the intimacy of getting naked with God and preparing yourself, either making room for him by managing your schedule with discipline and saying, I can spend 10 minutes with them every day, intimately with God, you can't even recognize ability. And what you can't do is you can't understand how am I, what, oh, oh, now God, I understand why it seems like you keep putting the least of them in my life. Because what I want to say to you today, news flash for the people that you keep saying are the least of them. Let me let you understand that to somebody else, you are the least of them. Ooh, hit me with a high five on that. For the people that we judge, for the people that we're judging, there are other people that look at us and judge us for our actions. Ouch. That's how the word of God chastens and it cuts you going in and going out. But you can't even be aware of your shortcomings because you're not spending time with God to realize and to recognize that we all have a responsibility. We all have a responsibility in the kingdom of God. But because our God is a gentleman, he sits aside and says, are you going to be like the five talent or are you going to be like the one talent? 
and start making excuses about why you're not the best version of who you are. Oh, if I was married. Oh, if I was single. Oh, if I had more money. Oh, if I had more opportunity. Oh, if I knew this person. Oh, if they just gave me a chance. Stop it. Every single person that has received Jesus Christ into their life has a gift. Every single one of y'all. How do I know? Because the word tells me so. And instead of you hemming and hawing about what you don't have and hoarding your gifts, what I need you to do is go back where we began with this whole story and scenario. And I'm going to end our message today here. And we need to end it by saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. Jesus, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Grateful, grateful, grateful for everything that's in my life at this moment. If I feel like I'm sick and I don't understand, God, Jesus, heal me, heal me, heal me. Or help me, help me, help me to change my mindset from saying that if I am sick, but I have breath in my lungs and I have a sound mind, what can I do, God, with my one talent? So that then you can multiply it as you get glorified in my obedience as I stop hustling. And I'm not saying that you'll always get it right. What I'm saying is, is that you'll be transformed more into the image of God when you stop hoarding your gifts and saying what you don't have. And you're saying, I'm thankful for what I do have. And if the only thing you can give thanks for right now is the fact that you opened your eyes this morning and you could take a breath, then I'm thankful, thankful, thankful. And I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. God, we thank you today. Hallelujah. We thank you today for reminding us that nothing that we have is for us. No scenarios in our life should be embarrassing. No situations in our lives should make us sad. Dear God, I know that there's things that will cause us to have an emotional flesh response, but we need to faith it forward and we need to behave like we believe the promises and the blessings that you remind us of in the word of God. Dear God, this morning, I pray that if somebody is in such a broken place that their minds can be transformed, if nothing else, and the only word that they can bring themselves to say is Jesus, help me. Lord, you say in your word when we don't know the words to pray that we should use the unctioning and groaning of the Holy Spirit. And if all we can do is sit in the corner in a fetal stance, I pray that you help us to stand up and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, God. Thank you for the ability to allow me to stand. Dear God, if I don't have the ability to stand, I thank you, God, for the ability to raise my hands and say thank you. If I don't have the strength to raise my hands, I pray that you'll give me the strength to raise my voice and say thank you, thank you, thank you. God, I'm so grateful today. I'm so thankful today. And I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice can understand that practical application is not making a relationship with you complicated, God. For all who have signed up for this challenge on getting naked with God, dear God, I pray that they are transformed, not because of me, but because of the ability that the Holy Spirit has through the word of God to transform us into being the best versions of who you create us to be. 
Dear God, today, I thank you for all that you're going to do. I continue to pray for our leaders, dear God, in this country. I pray for peace for anyone that's anxious over the results of this election. That's real, God. Some people need to know. Dear God, I pray that we have peace in this nation and that every one of us that knows who the word of God is, that whatever gifting and abilities that we have to demonstrate love in a place, in a calmness, in a place of chaos, dear God, I pray that we exercise those gifts today, that we love on people who are frustrated. We love on people who are angry. We love on people who are disappointed and that we don't get so proud and so boastful because we think we won. Dear God, I pray that People be we are able to trust the full God of you. We give you the highest praise. Thank you all who stayed with me today. I love you so much. I'll see you again on Monday. For those who are in the Get Naked with God Challenge, I am technically off today, but you will see me in this group a lot this week. So that is where you will see me. If you want to see me more, please make sure that you sign up for the Get Naked with God Challenge. God bless you all. And I pray that you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. God bless.